scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to day four of week six of the daily Bible reading. Today we're in Exodus 25 through 27, Psalm 90, and Philippians chapter 1. But before we do the reading, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we thank you today for your great plan, the plan for your tabernacle. That was a shadow of what we have in Christ. We see, Father, looking back, how perfectly it shadows what you plan to bring about, how the heavenly things are represented there. We pray, Father, that you would help us, that we would be a true part of your kingdom, that we would have a part in the true tabernacle, and that Jesus would be our high priest. We pray, Father, that you would help us, even if we have to suffer, to rejoice knowing that if we endure, Father, that you will bless us in the end, that we will be better people for it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, let's begin the reading in Exodus chapter 25. And Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the Israelites, and let them bring to me a contribution. You will receive my contribution from every man whose heart prompts him. And this is the contribution that you will receive from them, gold and silver and bronze, blue, purple, and crimson yarns, and fine linen and goat hair, and red-dyed ramskins, and fine leather, and acacia wood, oil for the lamp, balsam oils for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, onyx stones, and stones for mounting on the ephod, and the breastpiece. And make a sanctuary for me, and I will dwell in the midst of them according to all that I show you the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all its equipment, and so you will do. And they will make an ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits its length, and a cubit, and a half its width, and a cubit, and a half its height. And you will overlay it with pure gold. Inside and outside you will overlay it, and you will make on it a gold molding all around. And you will cast for it four gold rings, and you will put them on its four feet, with two rings on its one side, and two rings on its second side. And you will make the poles of acacia wood, and you will overlay them with gold. And you will put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark, to carry the ark with them. In the rings of the ark will be the poles, they will not be removed from it. And you will put into the ark the testimony that I will give to you. And you will make an atonement cover of pure gold, two and a half cubits its length, and a cubit and a half its width. And you will make two cherubim of gold, and you will make them of hammered work at the two ends of the atonement cover. And make one cherub at one end, and one cherub at the other end of the atonement cover. You will make the cherubim on its two ends, and the cherubim will be with outspread wings above, covering with their wings over the atonement cover, and facing each other. The faces of the cherubim will be toward the atonement cover. And you will put the atonement cover above onto the ark, and into the ark you will put the testimony that I will give you. And I will meet you there, and I will speak with you from over the atonement cover, from between the two cherubim that are to be on the ark of the testimony, all that I will command you to the Israelites. And you will make a table of acacia wood, two cubits its length, and a cubit its width, and a cubit and a half its height. And you will overlay it with pure gold, and you will make for it a gold molding all around. And you will make for it a handbreadth rim all around, and you will make a gold molding for its rim all around. 
and you will make four gold rings for it, and you will put the rings on the four corners where its four legs are. The rings will be near the rim as holders for poles to carry the table, and you will make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold, and the table will be carried with them. And you will make its plates and its ladles and its pitchers and its bowls, with which libations will be poured, of pure gold you will make them. And you will put on the table the bread of the presence to be before me continually. And you will make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand will be made of hammered work. Its base and its branch, its cups, its buds, and its blossoms will be from it. And six branches will be going out from its sides, three branches of the lampstand from its one side, and three branches of the lampstand from its second side. Three almond flower cups will be on the one branch with a bud and a blossom, and three almond flower cups will be on the one branch with a bud and a blossom, likewise for the six branches going out from the lampstand. And on the lampstand will be four almond flower cups with its buds and its blossoms, and a bud will be under the two branches that come from it, and a bud under the two branches from it, and a bud under the two branches from it, likewise for the six branches coming out from the lampstand. Their buds and their branches will be from it, all of it one piece of pure gold hammered work. And you will make it seven lamps, and its lamps will be set up, and it will give light in the space in front of it and its snuffers and its firepans will be of pure gold. It will be made from a talent of pure gold, with all these pieces of equipment. And see and make all according to their pattern, which you were shown in the mountain. Chapter 26 And the tabernacle you will make with tin curtains. You will make them of finely twisted linen and blue and purple and crimson yarns, with cherubim, the work of a skilled craftsman. The length of the one curtain will be twenty-eight cubits, and the width will be four cubits for the one curtain. One measure will be for all the curtains. Five curtains will be joined to one another, and five curtains joined to one another. And you will make loops of blue on the edge of the one curtain, at the end in the set. And you will do so on the edge of the end curtain in the second set. You will make fifty loops on the one curtain, and you will make fifty loops on the end of the curtain that is in the second set. The loops are to be opposite to one another. And you will make fifty gold clasps, and join the curtains to one another with the clasps, so that the tabernacle will be one. And you will make curtains of goat hair for a tent over the tabernacle, and you will make them eleven curtains. The length of the one curtain will be thirty cubits, and the width will be four cubits to the one curtain. One measure will be for the eleven curtains. And you will join five curtains together, and six curtains together, and you will fold double the sixth curtain at the front of the tent. And you will make fifty loops on the edge of the one curtain at the end of the first set, and fifty loops on the edge of the curtain in the second set. And you will make fifty bronze clasps, and you will put the clasps in the loops, and join the tent, so that it will be one. And the surplus in the curtains of the tent will be an overhang. The surplus half curtain will hang over the back of the tabernacle. And a cubit from one side and a cubit from the other side in the surplus and the length of the curtains of the tent will be hung over the sides of the tabernacle equally to cover it. And you will make a covering for the tent of red dyed ramskins and a covering of fine leather to go above. And you will make the frames for the tabernacle of acacia wood as uprights. The length of the frame will be ten cubits, and the width of the one frame will be one and a half cubits. You will make two pegs from the one frame for joining each to another, and likewise for all the frames of the tabernacle. 
And you will make the frames for the tabernacle with twenty frames for the south side. And you will make forty bases of silver under the twenty frames, with two bases under the one frame for its two pegs, and two bases under the next frame for its two pegs. And for the second side of the tabernacle, the north side, there will be twenty frames and there forty silver bases, with two bases under the one frame and two bases under the next frame. And for the rear of the tabernacle on the west, you will make six frames, and you will make two frames for the tabernacle corners at the rear. They will be double at the bottom, and they will be completely together on its top to the one ring. It will be likewise for the two of them, they will be for the two corners. And there will be eight frames, and their silver bases sixteen bases, with two bases under the one frame and two bases under the next frame. You will make five bars of acacia wood for the frames on the one side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames on the second side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames on the side of the tabernacle at the rear on the west, and the bar in the middle in the midst of the frames will run from end to end. And you will overlay the frames with gold, and you will make their rings of gold as holders for the bars, and you will overlay the bars with gold. And you will erect the tabernacle according to its plan, which you have been shown on the mountain." And you will make a curtain of blue and purple and crimson yarns and finely twisted linen, the work of a skilled craftsman. He will make it with cherubim. And you will put it on four acacia pillars overlaid with gold with their gold hooks on four silver bases. And you will put the curtain under the clasps. And you will bring the Ark of the Testimony there inside the curtain. And the curtain will separate for you between the holy and the most holy place. And you will put the atonement cover on the Ark of the Testimony in the Most Holy Place. And you will place the table outside the curtain and the lampstand opposite the table on the south side of the tabernacle. And you will put the table on the north side. And you will make for the entrance of the tent a screen of blue and purple and crimson yarns and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. And you will make for the screen five acacia pillars, and you will overlay them with gold with their gold hooks, and you will cast for them five bronze bases. Chapter 27 And you will make the altar of acacia wood, five cubits long and five cubits wide. The altar will be square, and its height will be three cubits. And you will make its horns on its four corners. Its horns will be of one piece with it, and you will overlay it with bronze. And you will make its pots for removing its fat-soaked ashes, and its shovels, and its sprinkling bowls, and its forks, and its firepans. You will make all its equipment with bronze. And you will make for it a grating, a work of bronze network. And you will make for the network four bronze rings on its four ends. And you will put it under the ledge of the altar below, and the network will be up to the middle of the altar. And you will make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and you will overlay them with bronze. And the poles will be put into the rings, and the poles will be on the two sides of the altar when carrying it. You will make it hollow with boards. As it was shown you on the mountain, so they will do. You will make the courtyard of the tabernacle, for the south side will be hangings for the courtyard of finely twisted linen, one hundred cubits long for the one side. And its twenty pillars and their twenty bases will be bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their bands will be silver. And likewise for the north side along the length will be hangings one hundred cubits long. And its twenty pillars and their bases will be a bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their bands will be silver. And the width of the courtyard for the west side will be hangings of fifty cubits. Their ten pillars and their ten bases. 
and the width of the courtyard for the east side toward sunrise will be 50 cubits, and hangings for the shoulder will be 15 cubits with their three pillars and their three bases, and 15 cubits of hangings will be for the second shoulder with their three pillars and their three bases, and for the gate of the courtyard there will be a screen of 20 cubits of blue and purple and crimson yarns and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer, with their four pillars and their four bases. And the pillars of the courtyard around will be banded with silver, and their hooks will be silver, and their bases will be bronze. The length of the courtyard will be 100 cubits, and the width 50 cubits, and the height 5 cubits, of finely twisted linen, with their bronze bases. Bronze will be for all the equipment of the tabernacle in all its service, and all its pegs, and all the pegs of the courtyard. And you will command the Israelites, and they will bring to you pure beaten olive oil for the light, to cause a lamp to burn continually. In the tent of assembly, outside the curtain that is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons will arrange it, from evening until morning, before Yahweh, as a lasting statute throughout their generations from the Israelites. All right, now let's read Psalm 90. A prayer of Moses, the man of God. O Lord, you have been our help in all generations. Before the mountains were born, and you brought forth the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to the dust, saying, Return, O sons of man. For a thousand years in your eyes are like yesterday when it passes, or like a watch in the night. You sweep them away like a flood. They fall asleep. In the morning they are like grass that sprouts anew. In the morning it blossoms and sprouts anew. By evening it withers and dries up. For we are brought to an end by your anger, and we hasten off by your wrath. You have put our iniquities before you, our hidden sins into the light of your countenance. For all of our days dwindle away in your rage. We complete our years like a sigh. As for the days of our years, within them are seventy years, or, if by strength, eighty years, and their pride is trouble and disaster, for it passes quickly, and we fly away. Who knows the strength of your anger, and your rage consistent with the fear do you? So teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Return, O Yahweh, how long? and have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your loyal love, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, for as many years as we have seen calamity. Let your work be visible to your servants and your majesty to their children, and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish for us the work of our hands. Yes, the work of our hands, establish it. All right, now let's read Philippians chapter 1. Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God upon every remembrance of you, always in my every prayer for all of you, making the prayer with joy, because of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now, convinced of this same thing, that the one who began a good work in you will finish it until the day of Christ Jesus, just as it is right for me to think this about all of you, because I have you in my heart. 
since both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel all of you are sharers of grace with me. For God is my witness that I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is superior, in order that you may be sincere and blameless in the day of Christ, having been filled with the fruit of righteousness which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now I want you to know, brothers, that my circumstances have happened instead for the progress of the gospel, so that my imprisonment in Christ has become known in the whole praetorium and to all the rest, and most of the brothers, trusting in the Lord because of my imprisonment, dare even more to speak the word without fear. Some, even because of envy and strife, preach Christ, but some also because of good will. The latter do so from love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, thinking to raise up affliction in my imprisonment. What is the result? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I rejoice. But also I will rejoice, for I know that this will turn out to me for deliverance, through your prayer and the support of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my eager expectation and hope, that I will be put to shame in nothing, but with boldness, even now as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether through life or through death. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if it is to live in the flesh... This is fruitful work for me, and which I will prefer I do not know. But I am hard-pressed between the two options, having the desire to depart and to be with Christ, for this is very much better. But to stay on in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. And because I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that what you can be proud of may increase in Christ Jesus because of me through my return again to you. Only lead your lives in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I hear your circumstances, that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one soul, contending side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not letting yourselves be intimidated in anything by your opponents, which is a sign of destruction to them, but of your salvation, and this from God, because to you has been graciously granted on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, but also to suffer on behalf of him, having the same struggle which you saw in me and now hear about in me. All right, well, that reading in Exodus is probably one of my least favorite places to read in the Bible. It's just difficult to get through all the details and repetition, but the details and repetition are important because the tabernacle was representing the spiritual things, and so God gave it in great detail because if it was off in any way, it would not properly represent the truth. All right, well, that's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.